Funding for The Spark is provided by Capital Blue Cross, focused on creating a healthier future for our communities through innovations like Capital Blue Cross Connect Health and Wellness Centers, which provide in-person services and inspire healthy living. Learn more at CapitalBlueCross.com. The Spark is also supported by UPMC's orthopedics team, offering hip, knee, joint, spine, and back treatments. Learn more at upmc.com slash centralpaortho. Welcome to The Spark. I'm Scott Lamar. Most of us climbed trees, especially when we were kids. However, most of us were just thinking about having a good time and trying to keep from falling, and not much about the tree we were climbing. Van Wagner, who was a teacher at the Danville Area High School in Montour County, has taken tree climbing and knowledge of trees in the forest to a whole new level. Wagner plans to climb the tallest tree at the highest elevation in all 67 Pennsylvania counties, all in the name of education. Van Wagner is with us on The Spark today. Mr. Wagner, welcome to the program. Thank you, Scott. I appreciate it. All right. So how did you come up with the idea of climbing trees at the highest elevation in every county? I, I love to hike. And I was I was hiking fairly recently, actually, out here in Montour County and was kind of heading up on top of a mountain. And I, I, I thought to myself, it'd be fun to climb a tree when I get to the top. And then I thought, I wonder if anyone's ever done that. And I think it from there just kind of snowballed into wondering, gee, how hard would it be to do that in every county? And has anyone ever done that? And so it, it, I think it just came from being out in the woods and being in the trees. Now, a lot of times when someone does something like this, sets a goal, it's a fundraiser. But what you're doing is not to raise money, but it is to be, bring awareness. What kind of awareness? Exactly. I, I just would love to get more Pennsylvanians uh, to become what I call forest aware. And then just getting people talking about trees like we're doing right now is my goal. Um, we have so many landowners in Pennsylvania that have trees on their property that could learn their trees, learn their species, and start with that. And then I'd love to see people become more well-versed in the economics of forestry. You know, it's a multi-billion dollar industry here in Pennsylvania. and It's just such an important thing here in Pennsylvania that I'm very passionate about. So I want to see more people just become aware and, and involved in the conversation. Why is it important that Pennsylvanians learn more? I think partially because of the size and scope of the industry itself, um, and it, it relies quite a bit on, on private landowners. A lot of Pennsylvania's forests are, are privately owned. And so some of your listeners, you know, I'm talking specifically about them. These are their trees. And, um, it, it's not just about dollars and cents. It's, it's also just about the, the spiritual and, and recreational side of the forest. You can't really put a price tag on that as easily, but there's just nothing like a walk in the woods. And so uh, I just, I, I just want to raise awareness that these forests are fragile. And we sometimes, I think, in Pennsylvania take them for granted as if it's just a guarantee to always be there. And that's not the case. You know, we, we have a wonderful forest here in Pennsylvania, and it takes proper management to continue that. And all of us are part of that. We all have to stay part of the dialogue of what's best for our forest and for the Commonwealth. You use the word fragile. Fragile in what way? It's a living system, um, and so anytime you have a living system, there are risks. Um, for example, I, I know a lot of folks are probably aware of the spotted lantern fly. This is an insect that has gotten a lot of attention, and I think that's a good thing. That's proof that an awareness campaign can work. I think the, the part of that that frightens me more, though, is that's one species that we're talking about. There are dozens, perhaps hundreds, 
of non-native insect pests that are threatened are threats to Pennsylvania forests. So if we're going to you know, talk about an insect pest or talk about a threat, it's a lot more than just one bug. Um, same thing with non-native plants. So when we have non-native plants that humans accidentally or intentionally introduce to the forest, sometimes those can cause absolute havoc. So one that I'm seeing only just now show up here in Montour County is mile a minute weed. It's a real concern. Um, and it's, it's an Asian species of, of weed that just takes over. So Again, I think it's just the teacher in me believes that even though I don't know what the answer is, I know that education is a step in the right direction, awareness and education. What about deer in Pennsylvania? I mean, we've been trying to control the size of the deer herd in this state for the past 20 or 25 years. You can definitely tell uh, a healthy deer herd from an out-of-control deer herd simply by looking at a forest. I will say that. So when I visit any wood, any any patch of woods, I can right away tell whether or not the deer numbers are in balance or not by what you just said, by whether or not they're eating everything uh, that the eye can see that's in their browse line. Um, but, you know, there, there are plenty of places in, in Pennsylvania where the numbers are actually quite balanced and the forest is quite healthy. So it, it really does depend on what part of the state we're talking about. All right. So let's get back to the climbing itself. Will you climb to the top of every tree or as far as you can? So, yeah, so my goal is I, I identify the highest point in each county, the highest mountain. I climb that mountain, and then once I get there, I just look around and identify the highest tree, and then I climb that tree to what I feel is a, a safe high point. I don't necessarily try to push my limits to the tippy-tippy top of the tree. That would become you know, unnecessarily dangerous. So I, I go as, as high as I feel comfortable doing and enjoy the moment, spend a few minutes up there and take in the view and take in the experience and then head it back down. Will you take photographs or uh, do anything else when you reach uh, the highest point in a tree? I do. In fact, I've been uh, video cataloging every hike and every climb, and then I, I put those online so people can share in it. And, and actually, one of my motivating reasons for doing that is simply for people who are, um, you know, either handicapped or, or have some mobility challenges. And there's a lot of folks that can't enjoy hikes to the highest points in, in the state. And so it occurred to me that if I record these hikes, that my fellow Pennsylvanians with disabilities could enjoy it as, you know, as best they can from a, a screen. And so that's one of the main reasons I've been videoing these experiences. Have you identified where you'll be climbing yet? Yes, uh, I have all 67 high points kind of mapped out. What I don't have is a timeline. Uh, I think that's just kind of unnecessary for what I'm trying to do here. So I've already, of the 67, I've already knocked out seven, and in... This weekend, I'm heading to do Clinton County, um, and I'm already planning a few others. So I think it's just going exactly at the pace I was I was feeling comfortable planning. You know, maybe maybe one or two a month kind of a thing. There are two that uh, I have to say that I'm most curious about. One is Mount Davis, which is the tallest mountain in Pennsylvania, and the other is Philadelphia, the lowest elevation in the state. So what are your plans for those two, the highest and the lowest? I'm so glad you mentioned both of those, because both of those occupy a great deal of my consciousness lately. Uh, let's start with Philly. So Philadelphia, there's a place called Chestnut Hill. And uh, from what I've been looking at, it appears to be on a church property. There's a Baptist church there in Chestnut Hill. And it is my hope to reach out to the congregation and uh, see if they'd be kind enough to 
it is my hope to reach out to the congregation and hope that they'd be kind enough to let me come visit and and climb a uh, tree on church property. That's that's plan A, but I haven't established contact with them yet. Who knows? Maybe we'll be lucky enough that they'll hear this program and they'll reach out to me. Mount Davis, the highest point in Pennsylvania, has also been on my mind for a long time, in fact, longer than just this project. Years ago, I was researching making pine tar from the pine trees of Pennsylvania forest. Uh, I think a lot of folks are familiar with you know, the Tar Heels of the Carolinas, for example, but that actually took place in Pennsylvania as well in, in the 1800s, for example. And I read years ago about an enslaved man who escaped from the South in the 1800s, and he made his way into Pennsylvania, and he lived on Mount Davis. And on the top of Mount Davis, I'm told there is a boulder, and it happens to be shaped like a bowl. And this man was able to make tar from the pitch pine trees that grow on top of that mountain, and that is actually how he made his living. So he, he found his way to freedom and then was able to you know, make his livelihood by making tar from the forest. So I've wanted to see this rock on this mountain because of this man's legacy for years. The fact that I'm now going to get to hike Mount Davis and then climb a tree on that site, I'll be thinking of that man's legacy the entire time. I'm really excited about that. So there's not only some education about uh, the forest and trees, but also some history involved as well. Oh, I'll tell you what, Scott, our history is our forest, and our forests are our history. You know, our, our state, Pennsylvania, look at its name. It's Penn's Woods. It's Penn's Forest. It's, it, the, more, the more time I spend learning about our forest and our, our way of life and our culture, the two things are intertwined. So how can our listeners, other Pennsylvanians, keep track of uh, your climbing? Uh, well, I've been posting everything online, so either through a YouTube search, just searching my name and tree climbing or mountain climbing, you should be able to find the videos, and then they all link together. Uh, and I've also been writing about each climb and posting the videos with my thoughts, and that's just through my, my website, uh, which is Van Wagner Music, or you can just Google Van Wagner. I'm, I'm very fortunate to have a strange name. <laughs> Van Wagner, thank you very much uh, for being with us today, and good luck. Thank you, Scott. I appreciate the interest. I'm Scott Lamar. Have yourself a great day.